Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. This program is recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts, Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayat. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Now, let's join our hosts in the Healthcare Now studios. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones. Larry, this is show number 99. Unbelievable. And uh, I tell you, I'll just... And I'll they just said you... we wouldn't last a month, Dr. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, I tell you. Well, we've. I, they don't know that we've actually done all these in a month, and we're just playing them over and over, That's predicting right. the future. But now I'll, uh, I'll give the listeners a teaser, because you told me this morning you yeah. have been already working on that 100th show. I have. And yes. sometimes uh, we're going to look at it as a little bit of a summary. Yes. But we'll see how that goes. We're going to try to go back all the way to January 23rd, 2021, Dr. Mark. Man. And look at all the different programs that we've, and the topics that we've discussed and covered. You know, that sounds funny. It makes me think about how t- people talk about, man, I would like to go back to blah blah nobody yeah. wants to go back that's to right. that's nobody right wants to go. not 2021 no, no, yeah. uh, so but so you know our first show was kind of an introductory show right but right after we got into the introduction we basically did a program on insurance 101 right right and right. if you remember we dissected a health plan we did we did and then it just continues through there yep we had a lot of covid heavy front-end shows yep. and I, yep. I remember us yep. always talking about uh there were times when we only talked about covid that's true. Uh, and then there were times when we were sort of measuring the pandemic levels by how yep. many sessions we did talk about COVID. That's right. That's and, right. And I would I, say our first 50 shows were, yep. we started off with some kind of COVID, maybe right. 70 shows. Yep. And then I, yep. I know we had one show where we went to zero and just yep. like the yep. virus, yep. it came back. Yep. And, and well, so I don't it, remember it the show exactly, but you started it off by saying, well, today we're not going to talk about COVID. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I think we've, uh, it is, yeah. it is a little bit of a measurement of time. I mean, we're, we're not a news, you know, we're not a news show, no. um, but we no. do talk about current events and, yeah. and what's important in healthcare. And that was the most important thing in healthcare. It was. And I think we have yeah. moved on from it being the most yeah. important thing. It's just now a thing in healthcare. Yeah. Well, you know? what I think is I've gone back and looked at all these shows and looked at our notes. God, Bless you, man. Uh, I couldn't do it. It is, it is a lot of data, yep. a lot of oh, research, yeah. a lot of data. Yep. But what is interesting is the educational piece that we've brought to this show. As you know, Dr. Mark, right. it's all about educating healthcare consumers. We've concentrated on that. And having a con- conversation with all stakeholders in healthcare about how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Yeah. No, I'm pleased the way we've done it. I yeah. want to thank our yeah. deep and hearty research team. That Absolutely. Would be, that would be Larry Jones. I just <laughs> and want to make and that a couple clear. others. Some couple of our others. Other team oh, no, help. You, you're you're yeah. certainly, yeah. certainly take the, uh, yeah. take the, the lead yeah. on that. Yeah. Well, another thing we need to talk about is the uh, Medicare in, uh, Advantage enrollment. Yes. It's all done. It Ended yesterday. Out, yeah, December yep. 7th. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it may be the largest yes. such enrollment yep. in yep. history. They're um, expecting so. close to 15 million. Yeah, it's interesting. Have enrolled in, in Medicare Advantage during or change plans. And, and really, I mean, that has to be related to the amount of advertising dollars yep. that have been pushed that yep. way. And that all happened because it's been very successful for the commercial yes. payers. Yes. It's been it's been a hugely yep. successful program for them. Yep. Yep. And I don't think it's gotten too bad a rap no. uh, for, for users. So it's it's mm-hmm. kind of a balanced thing. Well, I remember when Medicare Advantage represented less than ten percent of the total Medicare. Well, nobody knew it was right, and, and and now it's about fifty yeah. fifty. And as we talk yeah. about, the whole process is so confusing. Yeah. And 
it has come a long way to get more and more people talking about the process. And then at least everyone knows that's a term, right? Right. And when people talked about, you know, part B supplement, part D, and that would get deep in the weeds. But this was something that they spent, they being, you know, all the commercial players that got involved in it. And they're the the big players are heavily involved. There are actually some new players coming in next year, too. Yeah, that's what I, again. There's a new program called Care Spring coming in 2024. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's a it's it's a kind of a catch twenty two when it's such a good business in yeah. healthcare. Yeah. Because as we talk about on the show all the time, you know, healthcare at large yeah. has this huge huge expenditure and the money's going somewhere. Yes. Yes. Is it going to the right places? But we'll That's we'll right. continue to follow along. Yeah. Uh similarly the uh, ACA, it, you yep. can still open enrollment goes healthcare. through January fifteen, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. healthcare.gov. Mm-hmm. So that that site has become easier to yeah. navigate. navigate. They're navigate, also, if I can say that. Yeah, they're also expecting the largest enrollment ever in that area as well. Well, it hasn't been too impressive. So I'm I'm yep. interested to see where that goes yep. because that has not spent big marketing dollars. No. Um that sort of if you don't know about it, yep. it doesn't well, exist. Well, the navigators you know? came back this year with some dollars. As you know, the Trump organization shut sure. all that down right, right. to try and reduce the number of uh ACA uh, lives. Right. But now the Biden administration has brought that back in you know, and put a hundred million dollars in promotional advertising. Well, I would say the biggest promotion has been the news coverage on the supplements. You know, yes. continuing. Yeah. So people, if they didn't get it yep. in the first round, they're hearing it again that yeah, you can save yep. up to you know four hundred and fifty dollars yep. a month. Sure. Towards you know your payments. Sure. So I think that's a big one. So yep. the the real the proof in the pudding is going to be when those supplements disappear and we go through another cycle and people are like, whoa, 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 I'm paying what? Yeah. So, so we've got yeah. a lot to learn yeah. there, but, but that's, that's very important. And, and you, you know, know, I think, but you know, back on the Medicare side for just a minute, and then we'll move yeah, on sure. today and talk about what we're going to talk about today. But, you know, by 2030, CMS, the Centers for Medicare, Medicaid, which mm-hmm. manages both Medicare and Medicaid in right. this country have said that by 2030, we want all Medicare and Medicaid beneficiaries in some type of a managed care program. Yeah. Yeah. So it's either going to be you're in a Medicare Advantage plan or you're in an accountable care organization right, that's doing, under straight Medicare. Doing the same. And kind as of thing. you know, yep. we do both. Right. We yep. do. Yep. And it is shifting, you know, the role of government in health care. Yep. And I think it's been a long time coming in the discussion of that, that yep. the government has been a poor caretaker as an administrator. Without a but, doubt. But yep. I don't know. It's it's going to be very interesting to see how the negotiations play out because if yep. they if they pass all this off and these other organizations like our own do it really well yep. and you know the difference between our organization and many others is we give the money back to the physicians. That's right. right. I mean we're not a That's we're not right. trying to create profit for no. a company. We we but, have no profit. Yeah. Right. So uh so as it turns out, there's gonna be other areas where they're strictly yep. profit driven. Yep. There, a lot of them are publicly traded companies, yep. and so when we see that playing out, and we see what the deficits were on yep. the government side, it's going to be very interesting if if, yep. the, if the government can start yep. paying less for for this coverage yep. because the profits are. And that's the that's the other side of the governmental cost of healthcare it is. that it can be addressed. Yep. And if that's the long play game, you know that might yep. work. But as we always yep. say, these these changes are often quite temporary. Well, you know, the numbers of Medicare enrollees that are turning age 65, it's 10,000 people a day moving into the program. And now from that uh, 70 million is going to go to 80 million by 2030. 2030. And that's a lot of new people coming into the program. It is. is. And and government side, so this will fix their cost, right? So it's going to be a flat cost 
all the way across the board. Yep. Yep. And so, tip, I mean, that's another idea of if they can pick that number that is sustainable, mm-hmm. um, that's another good argument yep. as they go to Congress and say, yeah. we may need something. Right. And if they say, listen, yeah. this is the number and, the, and we're going to leave yeah. it at the number. Exactly. You know, I and mean, then I, you've got two more uh, things that are playing into play into 2023. The ending of the public health emergency. Right. That's going to knock a lot of people off of Medicaid. Yes. That have been grandfathered yes. in. And guess where those people are going to be looking for? The Affordable Care Act. Right, right. And, and so but, there's going to be a big shift there. But at the same point, there's going to be that overlap of when the subsidies disappear. That's and, right. And it's just, right. I, I, I fear or I suspect. And that's the end of 2025 right now. Right. And, yeah. and I think yeah. what we're going to see is that same number of uninsured. We really never. Oh, moved. I think it's going to go we, up, Dr. Mark. But we didn't move yep. the needle on that. I mean, we really didn't. So I don't know that it'll go up that much. Um, If it if it does, it has to do with employment. Right. Because if people had. Well, a lot of people that are going to lose Medicaid may not choose to go to the ACA. I don't think they will. Particularly the younger ones. Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to go back. Say I'll just uh, be unhealthy. You know, I mean, I've had that discussion with with my children that are are old enough that that are like, well, why do I need, you know, the whole. I'm infallible at 29. Yeah, The whole idea of of paying insurance and, and you get that. But it's not like we don't pay insurance for everything else, you That's know. Right. That's and right. and it is it's it is it's gambling, and, it's and definitely the, gambling. The difference is if you don't insure the replacement cost of your car, you might just be taking That's the right. bus or your home, right? But if but if you don't insure the cost of your health, I mean, those bills are are bankrupt level yep. size bills, right. and I think that. That is the key yeah, difference. Yeah, but you know, when you look at the car or your home, if you have a mortgage or you have a driver's yeah. license, you have to have insurance. Oh, sure, sure. If you have health insurance, you don't have to have health insurance. Yeah, you don't have to have health insurance. Yeah, well, that, right. well, that was the that was part of the argument, right? I mean, yeah. that was that's what Obama's plan was that everybody right. had to do it, and they they said it. They that's said right. that you're going to be fine. Well, but there was no way. You know, that, they no killed that in it. the Supreme Court, right? Of course, yeah, yeah a couple but, of years ago. But, but yeah. there was no way that it was going to get collected because yeah. you know the but government. You're right, it was mandatory. Yeah, it was mandatory. Yeah. But, yeah. but the, the laughable part was there. The government doesn't have a way to get money except through the IRS from from taxpayers, right. right? That's right. So, and the IRS said right away, we ain't doing that. That's we're right. not going. We, they we're, did. We're, and they didn't. And so, That's I right. mean, the Supreme Court really didn't have much yep. they had to do because nothing was going to happen anyway. But I, that that's that should go. I mean, we could do some. We'll eventually do some ACA yeah. history show and kind and of. And we go have backwards. talked about the ACA oh, on previous shows yeah. many times. Yeah, and I think yeah. most importantly, though, is you know what we see going forward yeah. and what we see. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's an entity that yeah. that can be destroyed very quickly when the commercial payers turn around and say this isn't working for yeah. us. What I hope for 2023 is that politics can move out of healthcare and people with reasonable sense and understanding of how the healthcare system works are the ones making the decisions, Dr. Mark. Right. Not going to happen, Larry. You know that is a – you've been a physician (laughs) for 25 years, so. Yeah, I have have no expectation of that happening, and I don't want to say ever happening, but but you're right. That's what – that is a great hope because we can see – well, I mean, think about it, though, with – with what we just talked about a minute ago with Medicare, all Medicare and Medicaid going to those third parties, yep. all of it, yep. they're kind of doing that. They're it's stepping true. out a little bit. So it's now true. the the political side will be funding that base amount. That's right. Right. So there and won't be And it's about half much. of that $1.2 trillion. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that may be a way to fix, not repair, but, but, but yeah. flatten out yeah. and fix costs yeah. for that piece. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so that may be a way to make it less of a political issue. But at the end of the day, a political issue is whatever it takes to get votes. And it's what people are unhappy with the product. 
they're yep. it's going to politicize and say that well, this the isn't ACA working. has all been the Democrats uh, garnering votes. Right. Oh, the yeah, way 100%, that they've streamlined 100%. the subsidies. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just been such a big joke in the very beginning of, you know, when when uh, President Obama came out in the very beginning and said, I'm you know taking a hammer to health care. I'm going to crush it down to nothing and we're going to rebuild yep. it. Yep. And that is a, a, a crazy idea, although probably the only thing that would change health care. But B, that was never the true intent and certainly was yeah. not the result. Yeah. And I'm not and I'm not just blaming yeah. the Democrats for well, this because the intent because, was to get I mean, everyone changing. covered with some type of health care. Right, right. But yeah. he had he had yeah. a whole other place. He's gonna he's gonna exactly. take it to the bare bones and yeah. change change how people are paid, how how doctors are paid, how hospitals are paid. Yep. And it's not like those things haven't been attempted before, you know. Right. So but yeah, I think when we come back we're gonna talk more about something that is very important to our yes. health care, and that is primary care. Yes. We talk about it a lot, but but we're yep. primary care has a lot of shaken up happening. It it, it is a disruptor without a doubt. Oh, I mean it's it's These really large kind of venture us. capital yeah. companies are getting into it and large retail organizations yep. as and well. We're gonna we're gonna give a little summary about that yep. in the next uh, next time and I'm sure we're gonna be talking about it. For a lot of, a lot lot of, of other predictions for 2023. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. The Integrated Independent Physicians Network, preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine since 2015. Join the movement with us. IPNetworkFlorida.com. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. Due to popular demand, Healthcare Now is also airing on Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Join me, Larry Jones, and Dr. Mark on Healthcare Now, Thursdays at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 1. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, and at TheAnswerOrlando.com. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You have found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones here at the Healthcare Now studios, and we are going to move on to part two of our discussion. We're going to talk a lot about primary care. Yes. Primary care is the basis of the foundation of how healthcare is delivered in this country and and fairly throughout the world. And, And it's really getting shaken up. Yep. And and let me start by saying that primary care physicians have always been on the low end of reimbursement. Without a doubt. Okay. And it's gotten they therefore they've it impacts it. medical school 100%. enrollment and the whole nine yards. Oh yeah. Everything yep. it's That's it's it. it's a game changing piece. Yep. Uh primary care, you know, represents the largest group of physicians, which yes. makes sense. Yep. Um and you know they've sort of gotten different thoughts of, you know, they're your, they take care of everything. They're your gatekeeper. They've been in the middle of every insurance change that we've experienced. Like when the HMOs came in, it was the primary care gatekeeper. All attributed lives go to primary care providers. Right. And and we talk about it all the time. The one visit that you're never going to pay for on a commercial insurance or government insurance is that annual wellness. That's right. And that's all about your primary care. So uh, you can't, you can't, stop paying attention to this and but at the same time with the huge importance the amount of dollars and the profits that are Mm -hmm. associated with being in primary care are at a huge 
all-time low, yeah. right? So now we are. what we're seeing is these companies coming in, and we're going to talk about a few of them. Yeah, we're going to talk a few Co- of them. Companies coming yep. in, and they're basically buying or building primary yep. care networks. Well, and, what's interesting, Dr. Mark, mm-hmm. and I want you to continue on that, is we already know that the next five to ten years, primary care shortage is going to be tremendous. Oh, yeah. Right. And they're going to be using nurse practitioners sure. and team programs to make sure that we take care of people. But right. on top of that is what you just said. You got all these major companies coming in. Right. And, you know, the the physician extenders, primary care extenders, yep. I mean, I've said this early in our shows. I said the, the future of primary care is going to be the physician assistant and the nurse yes. practitioner, right? And it makes you sense. You said that early on. It makes sense, yep. right? Yep. And, and but so then when you look at it, and the reason of that, that's an economic drive yep. Yep. because you've got two things going on. You've got these primary care physicians that are getting paid less and less every yep. year by by insurance companies and, and by government. Expected to work harder and harder and see more patients. Well, in order to make yep. ends meet. Right. But the next thing that's changing is the idea that if they become employed. If anybody becomes employed, you yep. become less of productive, course. right? And the fact of yeah. the matter is, is you don't have any skin in the game, right? The physicians yeah. that that you and I have dealt with in our mm-hmm. our careers are a dying breed, and it's predicted that it's going to take three physicians to replace every one that retires. Right I've now, seen those numbers, right? Yes, and it, mm-hmm. it's true because they're not mm-hmm. going to. There's there's a balance. There's a balance, and there's some yep. there's some good here, right? Because yep. many doctors would would tell you that that the life work balance just doesn't exist for them. Right? No, it doesn't, and and that's not a good thing. Yep. You know, it is a good thing for the clients. Oh, of course, but it's not a good thing for the doctor. Yeah. So in the future, when we do, that's that ratio for where the, the investors. People are going to yeah. come in yeah. and say, "Well, you know, I'm I'm not I'm just not going to work that much." And the answer is yeah. going to be, "Well, you're then you're not going to earn that much." Yeah. Well, yeah. they're already at a low. Yeah. So so let's talk about some of these yeah. big companies. Well, let me mention something you indicated a minute ago. You're mm-hmm. talking about the nurse practitioners. Yes, and, and PAs. Don't yeah, forget my PAs. PAs. I've talked to three people in the last week, and all three of them had been going to a specific primary care doctor for over a year, mm-hmm. and none of them had even met the doctor yet. Right, right. And that's the model that's going to yeah. have to exist. Didn't even know who he yeah. was. I actually, yeah. uh, a friend of mine was asked for a primary care physician and uh, needed to take he and his family. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, go see this person. And so they set it up, and, and he called me back. He goes, well, we're getting in um, in a few weeks but we're we're not we're not seeing the doctor. We can't see the doctor for right. a number of months. But since you said that practice, we're we're going to go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah. And and I think you know primary care has been utilized in these in specialties for a long time. I know yep. my my yep. dad loved his PA in cardiology. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked his cardiologist yep. too. Sure. But, but sure. It really, it was all about developing that relationship, right? right? But at the same time, the salaries of a PA and a nurse practitioner that are busy and yep. working hard are not that disparate the, to what the primary care doctor was making. Right. Now, right. it's less than what these specialists are making. Of course. Right? But yep. so so that's why it blossomed in the specialty side. But how are we going to make this work if you've got a doctor who's yep. now becoming more in a supervisory role yep. and the people who you're supervising, supervising are making more or, you know, are they making more money? Are they making yep. less money? Yep. So it's, it's going to be sticky and for sure. And many times they're not even clinicians. No. Right, sometimes and that's a real problem. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, but anyway, one of the ones that we were going to talk about is Village MD, owned by Walgreens. Uh You know, they bought Summit Health for nine billion dollars, and now they're looking to buy a company called Point Thirty Two Health, 
which actually owns Harvard Pilgrim Health Plan and Tufts Health Plan up in the Northeast. Yes, yes, I you know it's they're they're out. This is this is where I'm, I'm starting. This is a new slant, Doctor Mark. Well, it is well, on the primary apart, care apart. side. Well, what they did first, what the companies that get in the space first is just announced that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They never said how they were going to do it. So That's Village true. MD came out early and said you're going to have a doctor's office at every Walgreens, and some of them are going to be 24 hours access and da 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 da. But they never said how they were going to do it. So it only makes yep. sense. That acquisition is the right way to go. And health plan acquisitions with lives. Yes, yes. Which you is, know, already which, Village which, MD claims they they take care of 1.6 million patients in 22 states. And well, as you know, they're here in Orlando right. too. And, and again, this yeah. is Walgreens. Their biggest That's competitor Walgreens. is CVS, yep. Yep. and mm-hmm. CVS owns Aetna. That's right. So That's right. so you can see the model is out there. Yep. And yep. and here's here's the thing. Publicly traded companies, right? Absolutely. They're 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 doing very well. They're they've been you know great in our communities, and now they're getting into this primary care world. And I can tell yep. you, they're not going to make any money off the primary care. They're just looking to drive traffic to the other things that they That's do. Right. So that does, from an economic yep. stand, from an investor standpoint, yeah, that's well, all that, about they capturing uh, right. pharma, pharma as well as capturing lives. And having the turf protection of of patients. Yes, yes. They, if they're going similar, like, to what hospital? How, how do they decide? To do? You know, when when yep. I'm going to go out and pick up my meds, or go out and yep. and pick up yep. band aids, or, or or you know, you've been yep. in the Walgreens and CVS. There's it's a grocery store. It's got of lots course. and lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm going to decide, well, where do I go? Well, it used to be, well, I'm going to go where I yep. I have that uh, you know advantage card where I'm exactly. You know, going. But now you're going to go. You're you're not going to be accepted necessarily. In, in one yeah. or the other, and and some of the uh, the healthcare providers, you know, it's interesting. You know, if you if you do have yeah. an, a product, and you walk into a Walgreens to go get one of the free vaccines, they're free to you. Yep, but somebody's right. paying for it. They'll well, stop you and they'll say, "Oh no, you actually oh, have to go to a premium CVS somewhere." Yeah, yeah, you have to go to CVS, yeah. and so right. so those kinds yeah. of things are going to separate. What side of the, what, what corner right. you're getting your health care? Right. But but my point is, and it's not it's not a uh, it's not a complaint about it. Right. It's just that if people think that these big companies are getting yep. into primary care because of the money, yep. these companies know they're not. No, and and that doesn't make sense. But go back to our discussions on yep. Amazon. Well, you know, well exactly. But let me mention one more thing about Village Medical mm-hmm. with this new acquisition Village of Point Thirty Two Health. Yep, and Walgreens. They're actually committing to opening 50% of their new locations in underserved areas to deal with health equity, Dr. Mark. Which is great. Yeah. Which is, which is yeah. great. And, of course, there's I mean, probably a Walgreens in every one of those areas now. Well, it's like, what, what was the dollar store? There's a dollar store within five miles of anybody. Of so, everybody, so, 99% yeah. of America. Yeah. 30 so, million, 30, 330 million right, people. Right. So I'm sure we could look yeah. at similar data yeah. for you know Walgreens and for CVS. Yeah. Yeah. But it is. It will. Will it improve access? I don't know that it'll improve access because they're buying existing networks. Um, is it good that they're making that pledge? Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. that's that's great. And if somebody's keeping an eye on that, that yeah. would that would be fantastic. But right. but where where well, does it go? With next? our focus on helping to preserve and protect the independent practice of no, medicine, kills us. This is where yeah. the challenges are. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you could, you know, listeners could just I mean, say that's that, my job every day. Right. Listeners could know. just say that yeah. we're whining because you know this this may extinguish our fire. That's right. It's not going to. Yep. But it's going to yep. create ways because these groups are going to 
going to participate in the same type of value-based care, right? And they're going to want to belong in networks. If there's just a primary care network, where do they get their specialists? Yep. If they get their specialists at the big hospitals, at the big, big box stores, if you will, they're going to lose money, yep. right? Especially if they're in that, that level of covered lives. Yep. So they're going to come back to the idea of, of what kind of doctors can deliver the healthcare that has the highest quality right. and the lowest cost. Yeah. And, and, you know, mention Amazon, but let's talk about Walmart for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about Village MD and Walgreens. Walmart's going to rename all their clinics WalMed. Yeah, it sounds awful. And listen to this number, Dr. Mark. In 2022, yeah. there were 230 million customers visited a Walmart each week throughout the world. Yes. That's insane. That's, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's smaller than the Amazon yeah. traffic, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. And and we're looking at five hundred and seventy billion dollars in revenue. Yeah. No, it's a huge company. That is I insane. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. How are they going to? Uh, are they going to reach into the Sam's side too? I mean, I, uh, I mean, well, same yeah, it's all part I, of the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. I assume that's kind of. Yeah. But it, but once again, same same discussion. Uh, maybe on, on a bigger discussion. bigger scale, they're not going to make a nickel on the doctors. Yep, they're not going to make a nickel in procedure stuff. They're going to make all their money by driving the traffic. Yep. And if that works for the consumer, yep. okay. But who is keeping yep. an eye on the quality of care? And that's that's yep. really really. Well, where, if you remember five years ago, I got a call from the chief medical officer of Walmart out of Bentonville, Arkansas, hmm. and he wanted. They said that we were going to open a hundred med clinics in Florida and our Walmart stores. Yes. And would your physicians right. take care of these patients? Right. And I said, absolutely yeah. not. Okay. And for anybody <laughs> out there that's saying what they're going to do, yeah. since these big companies right. are going to make big profits, right. well, they're just going to pay their doctors more. That's right. They can't. No. They they're can't. not allowed to because they have to show that the doctors are earning their money on their professional fees. That's right. That's right. And if they give them a bonus to just stay there, that's a stark regulation issue or an it anti-kickback, is. in, depending on what state you're in. Yep. And so that's the other fallacy that people are going to say, well, they're going to – yeah, they, they may sign you up. There may be a, a good sign-up thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there may be a sign-on bonus. But yep. over a period of time, there's either going to be high turnover yep. or they're going to come back with yep. like any other group. And I don't even – honestly, I don't have great confidence that any of these companies know what I just said. That they're seeing that yep. that they're thinking them they're sitting in the boardroom and somebody goes well how are we going to get all these doctors we'll just pay them they're not making good money as it is we'll yep. just pay them yep so that's right you know, they, they can't say well, well we'll cover their overhead you can't it's yep. all got to be calculated right. in what their costs are they can't yep. just be high high paid employees right. that don't earn exactly their key. but who who these Walmart people are targeting these RV parks are these people that are traveling because you know they're always stopping at Walmart and they say that millions. 24 hours a day are coming to these Walmart clinics. Oh, wow. 20 hours a half. Yeah. yeah. Well, how many are open? Do you know how many are open yet? Because we, um, don't, we don't have any in Florida yet. Uh, uh, we, I think there are 10 in Florida. 10 in Florida now? Remember from uh, Jacksonville to Tampa, but gotcha. nothing in Orlando. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah we, we'll have to keep following that. But, uh, you yeah. know, it's, it's almost like we'll be able to say product A, B, and C because yeah. there, I don't think there will be any difference at the end of the day. Of whether it's the you know Walmart, the CVS, the Walgreens, yep. the Amazon, they're all going to have about the same thing with the same same woes. All right, we'll continue this conversation yep. when we get back from a break. Yeah, we're going to talk about some hospital and payer trends into 2023, and also what's really going on in the hospital environment, Dr. Mark. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. The Integrated Independent Physicians Network, preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine since 2015. Join the movement with us, ipnetworkflorida.com. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. Due to popular demand, Healthcare Now is also airing on Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Join me, Larry Jones, and Dr. Mark on Healthcare Now, Thursdays at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 1. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, and at TheAnswerOrlando.com. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion, on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. Welcome back to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones. We just finished a robust conversation about primary care and the, the, what we think is going to happen in the future. And, uh, you know, I, I hope I hope I'm mistaken, uh, but it doesn't seem like there's any way it's going to come out any any other variety. The independent of- practice of medicine in the primary care arena is very vulnerable right now, Dr. Mark. They are, but I and I, for I, the next few years. It, yeah, it's going to it's going to run through a cycle. And the sad part is, is when this fails. That that's all these docs are yep. going to come yep. flooding back into the primary market again that's right. and the private market. Yep. And it's going to be hard. It's and gonna they're going to be very unhappy practicing medicine. Sure. I don't have to tell you that. Yeah. You yeah. know all about that. Well, I mean, we, yep. we talk about the corporate structure all the time, you know, when yep. people with the hospital employed physicians, right? This takes that times 10. Yes. You know, I mean, we can talk about yep. a big, big hospital groups, but even the big hospital groups are typically run by their primary the, the actual physical hospital in, in an mm-hmm. area even though they might be part of a network and there's the the governance is usually fairly close to the physician this will not yep. be that way no this will be all. a nationwide you know uh, you know f- running from afar but yep. but speaking of hospitals yep. we wanted to talk a little bit about the top 10 hospital and payer trends for yep. 2023 yep. well you know number one and we mentioned it earlier in the show the first big thing that we're going to deal with in 2023 is the end of the public health emergency Yes. And what happens after that? Yeah, and we don't know. There are so many (laughs) variables that are tied to people being insured under the public health emergency, and they're really expecting it. If you remember, the last announcement was January 11th. Right. That puts April 11th as potentially the drop-dead date for the public health emergency. Right, because it's a rolling announcement. That's right. It's 90 days days, after that announcement. Right. And so, you know, and we've even seen some things being pulled back where some of the telehealth coverage. Yep. So just as a reminder, you know, in, in many states, telehealth visits were not being reimbursed. So that came out that, nope, the state by state, nope, it's going to be yep. covered. Yep. And it's been, it's covered. And now it's a today. complete confusion. And now, yeah. And, yep. and, and add to that what we've talked about week after week, the, the utilization, how many more patients have seen their physicians yeah. through these visits whether it Particularly be for mental during health. the pandemic. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and so yeah. so this was something that, that everyone said, you know, there were a lot of discussions and a lot of shows about, well, what's going to stay and what's yep. going to go? Exactly. Well, this is going to stay for sure. Without a doubt. Because it, it's, it's tried and true. It's working. 
And now that was the, that was one of the first announcements of what was going to go it from was. the government side it is was. that they're going to pull that idea. So hopefully that gets squashed because yeah. that's yeah. that's that would be huge, Larry. That would be a real disaster. It would be. Well, again, you know, the, the amount of people that have been grandfathered in for the last two years on Medicaid. And, yes. you know, normally you have to re uh, qualify for Medicaid every 30 days, yeah. which is really stupid. It's well, they're changing I mean, they're, the law they're, to where it'd be once a year. Yep. But even though for the last two years, yeah, all those people that couldn't qualify are still on Medicaid. Yes. Yes. And right. the issue is once the public health emergency ends, they're going to have to find a new home yep. Yep. for health care. Right. And they coverage. will. And as, as we've discussed, they probably just won't look. That's right. I mean, because it's really hard Particularly to the younger ones. Yeah. It's really yeah. hard to say, you know, that that I need something that is it's not it's not yep. food it's not yep. you know it's not heat and air conditioning and it's exactly. not a roof over my health yep. head it's it's for an emergency yep. and I right. don't see that happening right and then the next big thing that we're looking at for 2023 is technology digital health and AI artificial intelligence how it's not only going to impact the overall the diagnosis and care of patients but also healthcare finance in America Dr Mark yeah, the fintechs, the kind of stuff that's coming along. Exactly. I think the financial stuff is is going to show a lot of change and it's going to yep. get a lot of traction. I think the technology is just going to be a continued. I mean, there's a continued upslope yep. where we see more and more things being produced. We, we've yep. seen a little bit of a slowdown because of cost pushbacks, right. but I I don't know. I don't I don't see next year being anything amazing towards the AI side. It's just going to continue conversation. Yeah. And I think we'll be talking every year. That's going to be yeah. an upcoming trend. It, the, the, the wearables, yeah. the wearables, oh, are yeah. kinda, those uh, are catching patient on. Patient monitoring but, is going to be a big yeah. deal. And yeah. I think a lot of that is coming along through the companies that are finding yep. you know, in the fitness minded, they can, they can push. You these know wearables what the on. biggest piece of that that has expanded recently? The AFib. Car- yeah. Cardiology stuff. Yeah. The, yep. the cardiology, yep. particularly AFib. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's because it's so common. It, it's so common. And, yeah. and that is really the first thing that the FDA has approved. Yep. Not really. It, it is the only thing that the yeah, FDA has is. approved yep. as far as what these devices can, can say, this is what's happening because otherwise you need either better AI or a cardiologist yep. to look yep. at these things. And we talk about the level, the different kinds of uh, EKGs and whatnot yep. and, and what you yep. need to see if somebody's actually yep. having a heart attack. Right. You can't do that on your Apple Watch. No. And no. although you can see it things. It can't give you heart rate and stuff like that. Well, no, but yeah. I'm telling you, the way it, it's really great. It's there. Mm-hmm. The information is there. The technology you the, feel well, the, Yeah. When you, when you do the Apple, uh, Apple Watch and yeah. the, uh, what's the other one? It's a little pad that you put two fingers on. Um, cardio it's, it's well it measures one. your uh oxygen saturation no no i'm, no, I'm oh, not, not I'm, that I'm still one. i'm still talking about the ekg side oh, but okay. the ekgs that they produce mm-hmm. are high quality okay the, but the ai cannot recognize well enough anything okay. but a fib at okay. this point but you can watch your own and you can see that you might have a pvc you, right you, you can see right. that right but but the ai isn't really allowed if you will to come out and make okay. comment yep. so the technology's there for a lot of things it's just that when they present with so many nuances mm-hmm. i mean you've you've had ekgs at the hospital and oh. it prints you and know, in it, my physician yeah. office so so yeah. and it prints out and yeah. it actually comes up with i don't want i guess a diagnosis it, uh, these descriptions yeah. and concerns or normal right yeah. well and well almost yeah. never normal across the board it'll right. say you know this is happening and so then people freaking out but then when the cardiologist looks and goes, no, 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 this is a variation of normal. Yeah. So that's the nuance that right. will what AI is going to have to catch up with. I got you. And I don't know, depending on what you're looking at, but clearly with EKGs, yep. there's a lot going on there because yep. 
that where you place the electrodes can really change what the EKG looks like. And the AI doesn't know yeah. the answer to that. You know, it doesn't well, know that. It's interesting end of it. you're talking about because we're going to get you involved as our medical director on some of these things. We're vetting some remote patient monitoring companies now. And yes. I'd certainly like for you to sit in on some of those meetings. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely going to help people. It kind of goes along yeah. the way of of the of the you know remote visits. Yeah, but well, we're next, tied but, it into annual wellness visits in the home and things right. like so that. So we can yeah. do that. But mm-hmm. what are the insurance companies going to do for this? Well, they're more and more are you know, paying for home visits and they're paying for that home where we can call up a payer and get a contract with our remote patient monitoring company in a heartbeat. Yeah. And I bring that up because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to make this work is if it pays enough insurance and if the cost of doing, you know, if you're doing home visits, that's one thing, but if you're doing remote monitoring, that's, that's a whole different game. And that, that, you know, there's usually an upfront cost and a monthly fee. Right. And from what I've seen, particularly some of the major payers, they're covering that upfront fee and a big portion of that monthly cost. What about our government payers? I uh, haven't checked into that yet. Yeah, so I yeah. mean that's that's going to be and and that, Medicare really doesn't pay for home care right no, now. No, yep. uh, and Medicaid certainly doesn't. No, so no. I mean so that's yep. that's a that's a big gap that's yep. going to have to be covered yep. because that's you know that's a that's a yep. good percentage of our population. Sure. But when we talked about in the first segment about as those government sponsored things go to private companies to manage them, they may see the value there. Yep. And that might be the answer. I got you. Right. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if from a CMS standpoint, they really don't address yeah. that very strongly because they, they're so they've already seen the light at the end of the tunnel, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they, they're going to be checking out. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and so how, how many months is that? I mean, yeah. you know, so so at this point for them to push that any further down yeah. the road is, is kind of a waste of Well, the waste key of time. to this home remote patient monitoring and home care is to avoid an admission, a readmission, or an ER visit. Yep. Or Which identify something early. That's right? true. Yeah. It's right. Manage chronic illnesses early. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, we've talked uh, uh, about the retail competition till we're blue in the face. So let's kind of skip over that one. And the next one that we're going to be dealing with in 2023 is meeting the transparency yeah. criteria for legislation that's been in place and getting people to begin to. Post post, post pricing. Why would anybody think that twenty twenty? If you is remember, be, it, it, it's less not than ten percent of yeah, hospitals are doing it. Yeah, there's yeah. there's no there's yeah. no reason for it to happen. That's right. Because there's other there's, than the there's law, no, there's no stick. <laughs> well, there's there's a yeah. there's a, you know no no carrot no stick right. That's right. And so I don't know. And the penalties haven't been severe enough to make it matter. And you don't hear about it. We That's talk right. about it, That's but right. you don't hear about That's it. Right. It's going to have to be a item in the news. For yep. constituents yep. to go yep. to their politicians and say this needs to be fixed, yep. but but I don't I don't see that happening. Larry. Yep, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I think you're going to see more pressure from the feds on some of the larger chains right. yep. like Kaiser, people like that. Yep. Maybe Geisinger, uh, you know, HCA. You know, you never know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, some of the bigger ones. Yeah. So, I mean, HCA has the challenge of being in so many HCA markets. has done nothing on transparency yeah. today. No, no, no. And that's their... And they're one of the largest... They are. In the country. The largest number of hospitals in the country. Yep. Yep. They're also the uh, largest number of uh, of residents because they're in right. so many so many right. locations. So they're yep. they're teaching a lot of our future yep. doctors. So right. it's that's that's a that's a, a piece of con, you know concern there. Exactly. You know, Medicare Advantage, who's in and out in twenty twenty three, and we've kind of hit that. But the big one is telehealth. Is it a fad or is it the future, Doctor Mark? 
Well, I think if it gets paid for, it's the future. I agree. I mean, yep. and, and it doesn't, it's always been that, that long down the line future of how you, yep. I mean, I'm sure on, uh, on any type of uh, sci-fi movie, you saw your doctor through a, a screen. You exactly. Know? So it's always been that, but we, we pushed it. The pandemic yep. accelerated its acceptance by a decade. And now what's going to happen? Are we going to go back a decade? Well, there were a lot of telehealth companies created during the pandemic, yeah. but they were created with physicians that didn't live in the state where they were seeing patients. Right Now yeah. that legislation has come about to where you, you can't you cross boundaries anymore. You have, to, yeah, you, have to be, you have to be board certified yeah. in each county right. or each state. Not boarded, in each yeah, state. licensed. Licensed yeah. in each state. Yeah. But, yeah, but that doesn't yeah. mean you have to be in that state. No, no, but you do have to have and a I license. Did, I did. Uh, I did see something uh, mm-hmm. came across my my desk uh, about you know inviting to some type of worship, and the the, the medical director were talking they, about that. They they yeah. said no. The, this medical director stated that that they were board, they were licensed in all fifty states, and I thought, holy moly! I mean, just the the Who's cost of that alone in all fifty states. The, this this medical director that runs oh, wow. this company, so. So it was. Well, he it was had kind to have of, a corporation do that for him. Well, first of all, I didn't. I didn't give a gender. Right. Uh, but right. Uh, but okay. yeah, no, yeah. So, uh, certainly, that, I mean, this company yeah. was running it. So that struck me as you know. So they're sitting wherever, and yep. and looking at all this telehealth. So they'll need to be management. Of the two things. It's got to get paid for. That's right. Right. I mean, that's that's number one. That's right. It has to and be that, that reimbursed. Legislation's still out for right. discussion. Exactly. Too. Yeah. So it's got to be reimbursed. And two. We need guidelines. Yes. So there are probably going to be certain types of visitation yep. that yep. you cannot do or that you say, well, in this type of primary care setting, for instance, mm-hmm. you, you can have this many telehealth visits, but you have to have yep. every other year, whatever the guideline yep. is, yep. you have to have a live visit. Right. So in-person visit. So that those two things, that the payment and the governance yep. Yep. are are up in the air. And legislation and payment methodology is both yeah. very much uh, absolutely indecisive yeah. at this point. When we come back, Dr. Mark, we're going to continue talking about trends and predictions for 2023. And a big loser in the game. Absolutely. We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. The Integrated Independent Physicians Network, preserving and protecting the independent practice of medicine since 2015. Join the movement with us, ipnetworkflorida.com. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You are back in the Healthcare Now studios. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones. We're going to finish up our discussion about the uh, some trends for 2023 and right. then jump into some other interesting stuff. But yeah, yeah no, this, you know, there are a number of these articles out there with trends yep. and they do have yep. a lot I mean, really a lot of the same stuff a lot of same stuff and yep. and this this next one on mergers acquisitions and partnerships yep. we talk about that we every see week. it every day yeah so yep. so it's not a new. billion here a billion there oh it's gosh. no big deal yeah no i mean, I mean that you know you you know when you're going over all the all the old shows you ought to like yeah. add up how many 
billions of dollars in yeah. purchases that we've talked about. I'll look about. at some of that. It yeah. might, might get near the national it's debt insane. size here. I mean, we're <laughs> definitely in the trillions. So. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. But yeah, so the, the mergers and acquisitions, uh, a lot of those are just, they're just market driven and, yep. and the yep. healthcare market is a very fragile yep. one. It doesn't take much for the healthcare delivery side to get bumped yep. off and, and, and go into debt. Right. And so when you look at. But isn't that, that interesting that you say that, Dr. Mark, when the largest venture capital movement is in healthcare? Well, that's the idea. Isn't that is interesting? That, but the venture yep. capital side walks into it saying, we can fix what's broken. That's right. And we have an economy of scale. That's right. And all these things that are true, because just yep. like the independent physician, the independent small town hospital that has one location was community supported for all those years mm-hmm. is nearly a thing of the past. It is. I mean, if there are any big operators in the region, they are a thing of the past. That's right. And the pandemic pushed a few over the edge that were just hanging on. And it, it gave them, I don't want to say it gave them a way out, but it, mm-hmm. it forced them, forced their hand to something that was going to happen anyway. Absolutely. And so that's where you get some of those acquisitions. Yep. Um, mergers. I don't know that we'll see much in the way of, of hospital system mergers, yep. but if you look over the trends on well, the know, last decade, Optum and United Healthcare is looking at a couple of big mergers. Yeah. And the OIG is actually looking at those now. To mergers see or, or acquisitions? Mergers. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Which, which actually crosses that line of, of 40% market share and monopolistic. Yeah. Well, that's going to, yeah. you know, state by state, that's going to be a big issue. I yeah. mean, we talk yeah. about North Carolina yeah. a lot. That's oh, in yeah. the news. Uh, and, and that was predicted. That was another one of those things yeah. that we predicted. In New Jersey and uh, New York now, a lot of those mergers and acquisitions are happening. They are. And I guess CVS, is, CVS Health is driving half of that. Yeah, but if you look <laughs> at groups like UPMC, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, yep. if you look at, at the way Pittsburgh has created a healthcare system, it certainly has its hand in more yep. than forty percent. Yep. But the way they've done it is with partnerships more than just acquisitions. I got it. And so they've gone into some of those smaller hospitals and created more of a partnership yep. because they they could foresee Aren't that they that the was the largest be an issue. transplant center in the country. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, yeah they've been so a leader in transplant. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, Stargell started that up forever ago, okay. and uh, uh, he was kind of a kind of a crazy maniac. He was in, he was in Florida yeah. for a while. He's built but, quite uh, an empire up there. Though. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, he, he started, yeah. he started the fire, but, but yeah. they've got, they've got some brilliant minds and management in yeah. there. And, and then, but you can look in different cities where that same idea is going on. But then, mm-hmm. so let's, let's jump down the line to say Philly. So you've yep. got, you've got UPenn Med yep. and they're doing something similar, but there's a lot of competing structures in that area. And that's going to be good for them because they right. can probably stay. Right. It's not, it's not yeah. everyone's goal to control the earth, the earth, you know, I have a very good friend that's a professor that teaches masters and PhD degree at Wharton for healthcare, um, healthcare administration. Yeah. Yeah. In business. Yeah. Good. Did he know uh, president Trump? You know, he's an Wharton grad. They don't like to talk about that. They actually (laughs) don't claim that he actually came there. No, they, they talk. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Well, so, you know, those kinds of, of mergers. So the way that it's written up, I think there are models out there now, that when a city comes mm-hmm. up and says they want to do something like this, because yep. in Atlanta, Emory Health has grown tremendously. Oh, Emory! But but it's, yeah. it's I was born there, and you 
Yep, I went to school did you there. Yeah, fellowship there, right? No, I did. Oh. Uh, I did. Went to I went to, school I went to medical school yeah, and college yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I went to medical school. That's and college crazy. There, so I was born there, and you did your medical practice. Yeah, there. which which we should probably <laughs> point out, we weren't there at the same time. Emory so. should sponsor this show. Man, that would be good. I I, I met with the the president's been there. Yeah. The new president's relatively new. He's I think he's yeah. in his second year, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he was here in Orlando. Really, yeah. really impressive person. Incredible. And that that was good. I didn't talk to him about the show though. Maybe I should have. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I should have. We have yeah. him on. But yeah, so I think we'll see. I don't. I don't think that twenty twenty three is going to be any big shakeup. Uh, any either. big change? It's just part yeah. of the business of medicine. I think It'll it's change. where people are going to continue to fight for a share of the market and right. the dollar and the healthcare dollar. Right. And that's not going to change. No, no, it isn't. Yep. No, it's 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 big business. Mm-hmm. It's definitely. But let's big flip business. over just a little bit, Mark, to uh-huh. one of your favorite uh, topics, and that's patient care and medical records for patient oh. care. Two things that have nothing to do with each other: <laughs> patient right. care and medical records. That's right. That's oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're interoperability. Interoperability. Yep. We're mm-hmm. really going to see a lot of a lot of growth in certain areas. Um, I, I would say that there the, is billions being spent behind this movement. Oh yeah, and and the engagement is very high. I mean, we're already yes. like yeah. all the all the big medical centers yeah. are all in, yep. and in fact, most yep. of them are on their second, third, or fourth edition right. of, of companies where they right. they found. Um, we talk about Epic a good good deal. Yep. Epic's you know got a yep. huge part of the market share. Two hundred fifty million of our three hundred thirty million people in America have, have some type of a medical right. record on which, Epic, which is which is like you know you have to be impressed with the number, but yeah. it's it's completely meaningless. So I mean yep. the idea is what's more because it can be a lab report. Yeah, because you might have been, right. you might have been That's traveling right. to That's this right. city. And That's you, exactly you know. right. But but the reality is, if you look at the number of hospital systems that have that product, it's huge mm-hmm. and it's growing. And there, it's a great product. It's privately mm-hmm. owned. It was put together by an individual, and yep. she's yep. still owns the, yep. the, the, the I, I think one hundred percent of the company. And okay. so that's going to go somewhere, wow. um, without a doubt. Well, you know the the bottom line of interoperability for our listeners, mm-hmm. it's all about. And we talk so much about primary care and getting that annual wellness visit and getting that preventative wellness and all that. But interoperability, when it comes right down to where the rubber meets the road, is that a physician is able to get a complete medical record anywhere you go to get care that funnels back into his electronic health record. Right. The original yep. vision was there would be one EMR. That's right. And we would have a card like you know, other veterans yep. that are listening right now. I remember your ID card has that funny looking thing on the back. Yep. That well, can remember be they scanned. tried to do the smart card a few years ago and that, that didn't, didn't work. work. Yeah. yeah. So, but you need one card and no, no matter where you go in, if you hand them that card mm-hmm. or you're in an ambulance and they, yep. you've got the card on you, and you show up, they have your entire your medical history. record. Now, Med- medical history, now yeah. interestingly, so so the disaster was. Do you think that's ever going to happen, Dr. Mark? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. It's got to be I a think few it has years to. away, though. Yeah, it, it is because yeah. there's so much competition. It's And everybody yeah. has what, what has to Everybody's happen. got their fingers in the pie. Well, everybody has their own code, right? True. So True. So Epic is a good example of if you have an Epic account, you can do, I believe they call it uh, – Epic everywhere. There's like a, a, a physician can log on to a screen at a hospital yep. and can put in the patient's name and yep. hit Epic everywhere. And anywhere that patient has been on an Epic system, yep. you have access yep. to. Can now, you that's, imagine that's huge. if you had that with every American, the, the inappropriate or unnecessary care? 
yeah. cost of care that would be right. deleted in well, that. Just in our town, how many times yes. did you hear about a patient who was seen at one of our hospital systems, oh, yeah. had a CT scan, had an echo, had all these tests, got to the other system, and they're like, we can't get our hands on it. It's, two in, the, it's two in the morning. It I again. don't have any access. Yep. We're just going to do that CT scan That's again. Right. So right. this wipes that out, yep. right? It does. And, but but that, the problem was the one thing that would have worked in the original Obamacare mm-hmm. idea is if we had trashed the whole ACA thing and only focused on a single medical record, get behind one company exactly. and create that. Instead, and that's what interoperability is all about. Right. Instead, we had literally hundreds of people in the game, yep. and it has contracted to way less than that. And, you know, Cerner, you know, the government has sort of uh, stayed involved with Cerner through the VA system, and mm-hmm. and, and that that's not going great. Yeah. I don't yeah, know where Epic's that's going to taken end over in the non medic And, non-medic, and, and, and Epic's certainly the, a, a big player. And then, and then there's a – but there's even a bigger number of those one-offs because they're, oh, yeah. they're cheaper, yep. and, you know, some of the groups just couldn't You got afford. Practice Fusion, you got Greenway, you got Athena, you yeah. got uh, – what's the um, the bigger one that's been growing so fast? I don't know. I mean, I'm, e-clinicals. I'm, yeah, e-clinicals, yeah, e-clinicals. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of things out there, and then you've got the idea of, well, do, does this product? You know, if you if you talk to them, like, oh, well, we are designed for outpatient uh, yep. visits for primary care. Oh, well, really? Well, we're designed for orthopedic clinics. That's right. So the idea is that you need something that's designed to work in all areas, and it, and it's bi-directional interoperability. And it, it's definitely and that doable. doesn't really exist no. today. No, I think the problem, you know, I sit down and look at some of these EMRs that I've worked with both in mm-hmm. the office and the hospitals, and when you go to different se- sections, mm-hmm. um, like let's say if you're if you're looking at the notes section and then you move over to look yep. at laboratories, you can tell that the software developer in the different sections were different humans. It's kind of like reading yep. a book, yep. like if, if you took 50 authors and told them to each write a yeah. paragraph, I mean, a, a chapter, you can tell by the, the style yeah. of writing, right? And it's the same thing in software yeah. because simple things like how do you get, you enter data yeah. and then you type it in and how do you know that it gets received? Well, some things, anything you put in is automatically yeah. saved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you go to the next page and, oh, there's a save button at the bottom. Then you go to the next section, yeah. oh, there's an enter thing up top. And yep. it's it's yep. the same. Well, what you're EMR. really talking about is when EMRs came out, everybody could design and build it the way they wanted to use it. Right, and there they was no consistent. They nurses. That's right, yeah. and but there was no consistent algorithm right. as to how it should all work. Right, right, and so then they sort That's of fashion the biggest problem, and they fashion themselves yeah. as. Oh, you know what? We sold a buff, bunch of these to yep. these cardiologists, so yep. we're going to focus on cardiology. Yep. yep. So all that's going to go away. Maybe that's where the mergers and acquisitions will be the strongest. It could be is because because yep. we have seen all scripts and all these different groups yep. like bring, yep. bring out a product. I mean, the, the greatest is all scripts yep. sold a product. Basically, yep. it was sold at Costco. Do you remember that? And uh-huh. uh, it, I I, it was called my my something. And uh, and it was like a monthly fee. It was super affordable. Yep. So a lot of primary care f- folks and specialists got it for their office. Yep. And then they decided, yeah, we're not going to do this I anymore. I remember that. I so, remember that. So, you know, and it became back to its original product. But, yep. but Allscripts never wrote that. No. That was another company. Yep. And so that yep. original company and launched all, and out And Allscripts has morphed into many different products oh, over yeah. the years, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to see a lot of changes there. I think that, that you know, we're uh, – we're wrapping up this this discussion, and mm-hmm. I I did want to talk about 
a big loser. And yep. we're just going to state it, and yep. we'll talk about it next week. Yep. Uh, but I, don't, I didn't want to yep. leave people yeah. hanging. In but, 2022, Cle- yeah. Cleveland Clinic is projecting $1.5 billion in revenue loss. Yep, $1.5. We're going we're gonna to dive deeper into yep. that and see how much of that is profit yep. loss because they, they also contracted their employee force but then had to pay a lot of travelers. Yep. Right. So their expenses, right. I, I don't know what their final employment yeah. numbers are going to look yeah. like, but that's going to be, that'll be a fun topic for and, next and week, And next week will be our 100th show, Dr. 100th Mark, show. and we're going to talk about all the things that we've talked about for the last 100 shows. That's going to be a long show, Larry. <laughs> we may not cover it all yeah, in yeah, one yeah. show. Yeah, I don't know. Don't, that yeah, may yeah. take two or three shows. Yeah, listeners, yeah. tune in and see yeah. how far we get. It's going to be uh, amazing. Right. You know us. We can uh, spread yeah. spread 10 minutes of talk into an hour. Great being with you, Dr. Mark. See you next week. Okay. Thank you for joining us today on Healthcare Now. To find the answers you are looking for or have a question, you can reach Larry and Dr. Mark by emailing your questions and comments to follow us at healthcarenow.us. And we'll continue our discussion same time next week on navigating our complex healthcare system on healthcare now on healthcare now